When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, a podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they cannot get to work. As always, I'm joined by the main man, is producer Joel. Hey, Mark. Hey, producer Joel. Um, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good, thank you. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good, actually. I've just been filming a couple of things for... Oh. Uh, well, Your neighbours? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm filming my neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know about Hopefully. it. No, yeah. they don't. Well, I don't know. They might listen to this. Maybe. It'd be a weird way to find out for them, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's um, isn't there? There's a bit of a. I don't know if it's an urban myth, but aren't are you legally allowed to claim every bit of CCTV that you're featured in? I think you are. I don't know, but I wonder why you know that. <laughs> I've well, I'd rather not say on in a, in a public forum, but there's quite a so lot of tapes if, out there. So you can go to any any CCTV. You could do a dance in front of it, and then you could go in and go. Yeah, I feel like you. I want that. I don't know. I'm, I might look. I might be making this up. If any of our listeners are experts, I, I think in you're making closed circuit though. television. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're making it up just to f- feel content. I feel like you you thought to yourself, I haven't got anything this week, so let's I'll do, just make I'll do up the CCTV thing. Um, yeah, I, is that a bit uh, you used to do when you were a stand-up comedian, Joe? It was. Yeah, it was like a Dave Gorman thing, and then I'd play clips of me, you know, like in and off license, <laughs> a garage. Ah, oh, that's cool. Um, good. So, Joel, normally I've had a bit of a think about what to talk about in this bit, but I, you sort of sprung it on me. We're 10 minutes early. Well, actually, it's now it's not quite 10 minutes, about five so, minutes earlier. Yeah, two minutes. Well, we've been going for three minutes. Well, that's five right. minutes in total, really, if you add it up, All right. if you add up the times. <laughs> so you haven't got anything to say? <laughs> no, I've got lots to say, Joel. I just haven't really thought about it. But we could just have a, you know, a little conversation. Is there anything you want to ask me? <laughs> uh, what did you have for lunch? I just had a, a spag bowl. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice, actually. That's why I'm a bit sweaty. I'm a bit sort of hot and flustered. It's quite hot, a spag bowl, isn't it? Uh, what? Well, yeah. It's, it's if quite you put a big it old mic. meal. Was it fresh or was it like leftover spag bowl? Fresh. Wow. God, what fresh sort of life fresh. are you living? You made a spag bowl at lunchtime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Someone made it. Someone. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mum. <laughs> thanks, Mum, for well, my spag bowl. 
Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Uh, do, you, um, do you cook for your parents or do they just cook for you all the time? No, I have done. Um, but we have very different diets. Yeah, you're eating spag bowl morning, noon and well, night. Well, sp- sp- well, no, spag bowl isn't something I would normally eat, but it's something I really like. So if my mum's made it, I'll eat some. Yeah. But I'm trying to eat healthier. Spag bowl's not too bad, is it? Pasta's not great. Yeah. Um, is this good chat? So, you, so what happened? How do you? How do you? <laughs> no who, one wants to who, listen to this, Joel. I, I'm interested. It's boring. Who, who cooks? No one wants to know about who's cooking what meals. Who, in this yeah, house. but who, so who cooks when? You must have to fight over the kitchen if you're cooking different meals. And is that not a bit? Joel, I have got the entire day free. Yeah, good point. I can cook whenever I want, mate. It's it's fine. I just let my mum do what she likes, and I I'll, yeah. I'll go in after. Also, you're a bit of a night. Like, you're really, a bit of a night. I feel out. like. Wh- I feel like you're really trying to salvage this, Joel, but I'm in. I'm of the vibe that this is the worst opening segment we've ever done. Let us know. And I don't know why. I feel like maybe I'm just being negative because of lockdown. Maybe, maybe it's absolutely fine. Let us know at Jokes with Mark. Is this the worst intro that we have ever done? I'm into it Let though, Mark. Know. And because oh, you, you're quite a nice. You seem more upbeat than me. And we, we, well, we spoke about this last time. Last time, I feel like last week. Go check it out in the archive. Mm-hmm. Not very far, just like okay. one one one, ep- one episode. Um, I, I was at my best with the intros mm. of this and the Patreon. I feel I feel like I was on fire, and it was in my like you said. I'm used to being up and sort of gigging and on, yeah, yeah. like switched on in the evening, and you always make me do this in the afternoon when I'm a bit tired. Oh, so, and the listeners will feel, they'll be they'll have some real sympathy for you, Mark. That you're a bit tired at <laughs> half past three in the afternoon after eating a big spag bowl that your mum cooked for you. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's hard. It's hard life. It, it is. T- it does sound tough. Actually, you know yeah, what? Know you this is it. lovely. This lockdown is. It's been so much nicer because the first lockdown I was in London, and it is so nice being in the country. And I know. I mean, I, I'm very lucky. To, mm. to be able to be here um but it still does your brain in yeah do you know what i mean are you finding that joel let's talk about mental health <laughs> are um, you struggling a bit or are you doing the this, right? this, this time around it's a lot I have worse good days and bad days oh sorry I was, what's that i think i think this one's a lot worse i think yeah. i don't know if it's the weather or it's just the longevity of it all or that you know, even when we've been <laughs> lied to in the past, at least we've sort of been told an end date. You know, like they were never yeah. real. They were never real. But at least yeah. there was some sense of you'll be out. But then but now, now it's like, just like, oh, it could mm. be, you know, one day you'll hear the middle of February, then you'll hear, ah, but it could be September. And you're sort of like, well. Yeah. And I think it's hard knowing there's a vaccine and not, not we can't just all have it at once. Yeah. That's, I think, I think that's so frustrating. You'll get it. Well, well, you get, like, you'll get it fairly soon, won't you? Are you having a go at my age again, Joel? <laughs> no, no, I'm having a go at I your know, disability. At my disease. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether Crohn's disease, uh, whether that counts. Uh, like, I only when, when ask they said, because um, yeah. fellow Crohn's disease haver, Ellis James, was talking about how yeah. he's getting the vaccine on his radio show. Well, he's going to get it live on radio. No, but you talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is he. How yeah. does he know? That? Why does he know that? And I don't. I well, didn't he's know Ellis James he's had text Crohn's. GP. I think it's Crohn's. <laughs> it's probably just, something a bit more. Just, well. just well, typing in. How do you spell it? Um, e. No, no. C R O H N S. 
Uh, yeah, I'm correct. There you go. You tested me there. Imagine that I'd lied about having Crohn's. I didn't know how to spell it. <laughs> um, he is having it, is he? Wow. How's yeah. he getting? Is that a Welsh thing? Does he live in Wales? No, he lives in South East London. They're quicker than us. How oh, does he? That's yeah. near me. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll ah. be seeing me. If you're there a you doctor um, and you know and then all the all, thing, all the comedians with Crohn's can all meet up and write together and talk about their material because they'll all well, have been vaccinated. Has he done a bit any bits about Crohn's before? I didn't know that. I don't know, but there's quite is a few. A thing well, I, I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Comedians with Crohn's. Which sounds like a really rubbish spin-off of the Jerry Seinfeld. Thing. <laughs> comedians, <laughs> comedians in cars in Crohn's. With, <laughs> comedians in cars with, with Crohn's. Crohn's. Not drinking coffee because yeah. it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a good idea. Is it? Yeah. I feel like it'd be quite a limited series. Well, I don't think there's yeah, that many of us. I think I, I think you hear about it quite a bit. Maybe we could do a TV show about it. Yeah, there you go. Documentary. But why is he getting a jab and I don't... Do I need to contact someone and ask? Or did someone contact him? Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mark. Why don't you contact them <laughs> while, we, while the rest of us listen to today's Live guest? Live on air. Oh, right. Yeah, let's <laughs> do that. Oh, I tell you what, Joel, we have had some bloody great guests on mm-hmm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you're new to the podcast, go check them out. Let, yeah. Let's just give two, for example. I'll give one, you give one. We've had Rob Beckett. We've had, else have we had, Joel? Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore was number one. He was he the was. first one. And it's go really back fun. and check those out. But before you do that, let's listen to this week's guest, which is Joel. Matt Reese. It's Matt Reese. I got a pun, yeah. Uh, you know, people say um, their Twitter uh, a thing at the end of their gig sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this would work best at the end of the Saturdays. Uh, my Twitter handle is the mattress, which written down looks like the mattress. They say, well, that, that's something to fall back on. <laughs> so, so you thought, because that's the thing, because this day and age, all comics. We we need to, online following. That's that's the way forward now. Yet, yeah. Yet a lot of comics have that thing of they don't like to self promote. So the only way you can sort of do it at the end of a gig is if you put it in, in as part of a joke. So in, you don't really feel like you're going, "Hey guys, follow me," but you still essentially are. Mm-hmm. I've tried to because because there's loads there's loads of the classic sort of. So if you follow me afterwards, I'm gonna get in my car and go quicker or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I because what was it? I had I had one. So I no, I used to have one. So we get so so your let's go back to your one first. Did you mm-hmm. did you uh, did it work at all? Or did I haven't it, tried it? Do you know what? Oh, you I haven't tried so it. Ne- no, I was so nervous on Saturday. I was, because um, um, it'd been a couple of months off, I was more worried about remembering my old stuff. So, um, yeah, I was meant to try it this week, but I didn't. Oh, that's good. That that, that might work then. Like, it's one of those things that, but afterwards you could you could make a joke out of the fact that it's quite punny. Yeah. But, because I had, so a while ago I had, one, my, my Twitter handle was Big Bird Sheeran. Which yeah. is all part of a thing that I had a bit about my heckles I got. So at the end, I'd talk about the heckles. I'd have a joke about it. And then I'd get a laugh when I tell them my handle. 
but then I changed it to at jokes with Mark because of my podcast and everything. It's just a lot easier because unless you do that joke, Big Bird Cheering sounds mad. Like it makes yeah. no sense. Sounds like a parody account. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I had one. I tried to do one the other day. But I can't. I, and it, it, it bombed. It absolutely bombed. And I can't even. I can't even remember what it was. Can't remember. I don't know. But yeah, that's good. If you can get that to work, that's handy. Is, is right. it spelled the same as mattress? Or is it. I, 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 no, it's Matt R-E-E-S, but when you look at it, it looks like the mattress. Okay, so the mattress is going to get a lot of followers at the, after your gigs. Yeah. This one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, this is one I've tried at Zoom gigs, and bits of it work, bits of it need something, I think. It's about the car park gig that I did. Oh, did cool, you, nice. Did you yeah, do any a, of those? I, I, did, I did one, uh, one of I them. Did one. I did and I wrote a couple of jokes. I wonder if we got the same joke. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it very specific? Um, uh, I say um, I I did a drive-in gig, and it wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting more of a you know a McDonald's drive-in, <laughs> where you get the feed line and you and you give your money, and at the end it's me going. And that was just the teachers. <laughs> and I go, oh, I'll do a callback to some joke <laughs> I did earlier. <laughs> So have you tried that one? Yeah. So did you? Is that only on Zoom, or have you done that in real life? I did that on a Zoom one. Yeah. Oh, cool. And how did it go down? Yeah, I got a laugh. Yeah. And then I had to explain. No, there's no laughter. There's honking of horns. A horn means a yeah. laugh, which is a yeah. weird thing for your brain to process because you've yeah. learned your entire life that horns mean you might you're about to be killed. <laughs> that's good yeah my one involves the horns because i say that it's weird you do get used to a, a beep like meaning a laugh on the way home i cut some bloke up he found it hilarious oh yeah that's yeah we have thought of the same joke <laughs> yeah similar vibe isn't it yeah i did have another one I was, which i haven't i said i say yeah uh, i was crossing the road the other day with my headphones in didn't think it was that funny <laughs> That bloke's got a sick sense of humour. <laughs> That's the thing. When comics are all put into the same environment, it is likely that we're going to find the same things. Like I had another one, which I didn't, don't think I actually tried yet, which was because that one works really well. So I thought I don't actually need another one. Um, and it was something like, it's hard to tell whether you're, how you're doing at those gigs, but one of the cars like keep flashing a light on and off. That's a good indicator yeah and i don't know if that's yeah but i think the other one's funnier so i i did that mm-hmm. one in the zoom gigs because they're quite a nice in when you're doing a zoom gig to go these are a bit weird not as weird as this other thing i did yeah like it's quite a nice way, way to start a gig and then i thought it'd be funny how do you know because honking horn is how people show they're pissed off mm. you can't tell the difference and so i say so I went on stage, I did 20 minutes, there was plenty of honking, they were loving it. Then I turned around and Love Actually was playing on the screen. So I came back on the correct <laughs> evening. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's good. But but do you, can you do those all together in the set? Because it, they're I, almost... Do, do they ruin each other by... I think they do, yeah. So you kind of got to pick your favourite and then yeah. go with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. And I say, oh, um, yeah, I'm so used to cars honking 
I know the endorphins from that. The laughter does nothing for me anymore. No offense, <laughs> guys, but if I want to feel loved now, I'll just go outside in the traffic without my contact lenses in. It's like Wembley out there. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's the same joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. And have you tried them all separately? or No, I did them all in a row. I think that's <laughs> why you? there was probably a diminishing return. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So, yeah, uh, pick your favourite and uh, yeah, do yeah, that yeah. is what we've learned there. <laughs> so have you had to, have you written any more jokes about the different sorts of sort of gigs and things since? So did you write a lot about the pandemic when it all started? No, deliberately, because I think it's be going to be, I think it's going to become new hack very quickly. Mm. I think yeah, when people it's gonna come be the, back, um It's going to be the London riots. Yes, I think people are going to be so happy to be out and to forget about this year. Mm. I think Edinburgh next year, the amount of shows about isolation there's going to be, I <laughs> want to I wanna avoid that. I um, Yeah, I think you're right. Some people are going to do it, and that's fine, obviously. But yeah, I've deliberately, I don't really want any COVID or... Um, mm. social or um, um lockdown material yeah yeah i think it's gonna yeah i think you're right i think i've got a few bits for when i do these zooms and stuff just to establish you know that that's why we're on zoom yeah and, and then yeah because I, I, that's why i've always sort of not written as i've never, not really focused on topical stuff if i think of something if i see the news and think of something i'll put it out but it's just, I don't see the point of spending a lot of time crafting a joke that might not last very long. Yeah. I'd rather put my effort into something that's going to stand the test of time. So Yeah, uh, I, I think I've always been like that with topical material. Like, if you do a joke about Donald Trump, well, it doesn't, matter, it doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? No, no, that's it. It's done. Yeah, because I, I, I did a show to some American people and... Uh, I was trying to think, should I talk about that? And I thought it, it doesn't even feel relevant anymore. And I feel like they, mm -hmm. they, for them especially, they've just had it with it. Yeah. It is strange, isn't it? Not seeing Trump. It's, it feels really kind of refreshing. I've never really thought about it, but now I'm thinking about mm -hmm. it. I'm like, I haven't seen anything from him for ages. Yeah. It's the same with Brexit stuff, especially when you travel the country, when we do. Mm. Um 50% of the towns we end up in don't don't agree with yes, what yeah. you're about to say. Yeah, exactly. And you, you, can just, you can lose a gig just by saying one sentence about politics to stay clear of it, I think. Yeah. I think, I think good political comedy, comedy is really hard to do. Joe Wells is really good at it. Mm. Sometimes when I look at a gig before I'm about to go on and I see how drunk and rowdy they are, I think, thank God I don't have any political stuff. Cause they, yeah, imagine, yeah. If, imagine if that's what you relied on. That's all you'd got. I know. Yeah, uh, like, I, I'm going to talk about genitals for 20 minutes and they're going to love dogs. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what else have you got down? Right. This one is a groaner, but I can kind of see some, sometimes it's a groaner, sometimes it gets a big laugh. It's about um, livers. Um, I explain how the liver, I explain how my liver n nearly gave up on me, but it's fine now. 
because within a year of not drinking, my I've got healthy liver again. And the liver is the most resilient organ in the body. And I, in fact, you can cut a liver in half, donate it to somebody else. And within six months, both halves will have grown into a full liver again. It's an amazing organ. Like I said, uh, it only works with livers. right? Yeah. Don't try it with anything else. Um, that's how you end up with Jedward. <laughs> I think, yeah, Jedward, I think that. I think that's that was a grow, good though. That's not even, that's not even a pun. <laughs> no, it's not a pun, but people groan. Um, really? Um, I don't know whether it's because Jedward are about 12 years, have been famous for about 12 years now. Or yeah, maybe. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's, it's, it's nothing, no modern, nothing you can sort of update it to. Well, no, I think the idea is that they've got half a brain each and we've ended up with the most irritating <laughs> celebrities there are. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of any other twins that are the, the same as that. No. So, so when when was that? That when did you write that? Um, I think I wrote it for the radio show, uh, but I've tried it in my set recently, and sometimes a big laugh. Sometimes, um, yeah, I'm not used to I'm not used to the groan, and so I'm a bit wary of it. Yeah, yeah, because like. When with a one-liner act, you can. I I don't really get groans ever, particularly very rarely. But when I do, you can style it out quite nicely. But but when you're talking about sort of disguising the jokes and talking about like real things, when they're suddenly a groaner, it does stand out more. I think in in an act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, alcohol tax. Oh yeah, the tax of alcohol is going up. Um, uh, like um. 50p a unit or something like that mm. and it means it would mainly affect you know your strong ciders that you can get in big bottles your, your white lightning those Stop are going to be like those yeah those are going to be really expensive now right i say, i think i think that is going to change drinking culture for the better i think now when you go to a fancy restaurant on a date or something like white lightning will be what you buy to impress <laughs> your date I think we'll start with a bottle of the uh, Frosty Jacks and uh, and I think we'll probably go outside and shout at a lamppost for 20 minutes. <laughs> so did that not work? Um, oh, are these all it. new bits? Yeah, yeah. These were these were written for Saturday, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so these are super fresh. So um, how did Saturday's well, crowd... Them, yeah. Oh, I've got, I've got a couple of the... Yeah. But yeah, how did that go down on, with Saturday's crowd? Because that's a hard one yeah. to judge with that audience. Oh, I didn't do it on Saturday, but I've done it on Zoom. And oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it works. Yeah. Mm. It I think that's great. All right. Uh, this one is too offensive. I think that's why if it doesn't oh, work, it doesn't work. <laughs> can't wait. It's about uh, people who say they're a Marmite person. Hmm. People who say, I'm a bit like Marmite. People either love me or they hate me. Odd little thing I've noticed about these people. Always cunts, aren't they? <laughs> Always the biggest cunt you've ever met. <laughs> You'd think half the time, mathematically, they'd be all right. But now every time, biggest cunt in the room. <laughs> I mean, you said the C word four, yeah. four times then. So yeah. that, that, that might be the shuffle. <laughs> Well, that's not even the offensive bit. Hang on. Well, you haven't got to it yet. <laughs> no, no, that's the cleanser. Um, 
<laughs> the thing is, I don't. I think Marmite is just okay. I have it about. I have it a couple of times a year. I don't love it or hate it. I think it's a bad example of something you either love or hate. I think we need a new thing that people genuinely either love or hate, so people can go. I'm a bit like child pornography. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the sea bombs well, don't seem. Yeah. The sea bombs don't seem. But you can say that in church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you've ever tried that. Well, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of things that people generally either love or hate, and the two things I thought of were Hitler and child pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler. Hitler feels less. Than that seems less of a a hit than I feel yeah. Like, I, I feel like have, have you tried either of those? I've tried. I've only tried uh, child pornography uh, for joke. Uh, are you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's establish that. Yeah, that's that's what I was like. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So do you think? So so would you try that with Hitler? I think I could. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of the trouble with that is, because I've had some jokes which, t- as if you look at it as a joke writing structure, they it, it's perfect for a joke. But the only way for it to work is for you to insert something that's truly awful. Yeah. And, and the trouble with this day and age is when people are watching, they're not comedians, so they they're not analysing that that's that's a very that's the only way you could do that joke. It's a good joke for yeah. Mm-hmm. All they're hearing is the terrible thing, which is yeah. it's always so bad when comedians get into trouble because very rarely I think the comedian actually means the bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just how the joke forms. It's how to get the biggest surprise at the end of the joke that you can. Yeah. What if it was animal pornography? Oh, because oh, similarly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Isn't Straight it? after yeah. your dog bit. Yeah, yeah. I really uh, like dogs. (laughs) Nobody's blasé about donkey porn, are they? They're either really in or they don't want to know. Like donkey porn, to me, that that rhythmically sounds a really nice punchline. Because animal pornography, definitely not. That's too... Mm -hmm. And then while you were saying it, I was thinking, well, you've got to say porn, animal porn. But donkey porn, it's got the K sound and it's quite obscure. And the more obscure you make it, it almost makes it less real. Because <laughs> animal porn makes you think, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Like, what about, like, it's, it's, yeah, people either, because some, do people, I mean, are there people that love donkey porn? I mean, there must, I mean, yeah. the world's a big place. There probably is. Mm-hmm. I mean, donkeys probably like it. Yeah. I'm a bit like donkey porn. What an interesting thing to say. Please tell me more. Yeah. People either love me or they hate me. Oh, what a clever analogy. Yep. Looking forward to seeing that advert at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something that you will just maybe like work on. Because it's a good yeah. cause it is a not it's a nice observation that it is a bit mad. That they're saying you either love it or you hate it. It's a, I mean, it's a great marketing thing, but it's it's nonsense, isn't it? Because because there must be loads of people that that like you. But I think it's okay. Yeah, 
every so often. Uh, yeah. Like like Brie, I think it's all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't go and buy it in Tesco, but if it's on a menu, I might go. Yeah, I'll have some Brie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like there are things like that, which is exactly what Marmite is. It's, you know, but it's better than you could go into Pringles. I mean, I've stopped. Yeah, <laughs> like I've 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 stopped lots of times. You know, <laughs> I just take a handful. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> you just reminded me of an open spot uh, from years ago in Wales. He compared Harry Bow to heroin. <laughs> And uh, the the comedian watching at the back next to me um, whispered in my ear, this guy's got no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to, yeah, take him out for some heroin later. (laughs) What else have you got down? Shall I tell you one of mine? Yeah, go on. This one doesn't work. If you're a famous designer, people must wear you out. That's good. Well, I don't think it is. Like, I think it's because it's one sentence. The one sentence jokes tend not to to work that great. I don't know if I could change it. Oh, uh, yeah. Famous designer. Or maybe, maybe it's a conversation. I met a famous designer. I met a really popular <laughs> famous designer. I said, people must wear you out. She was like, "Yeah, well, I hope so." I mean, that's not funny, though. Is it? <laughs> Sometimes they're just not funny, Matt. There is, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think it just needs to be a bit longer. Um, otherwise, it hits the brain just like uh, just like a statement. Yes, and then yeah, you go, yeah. oh, and then you go, "Oh, hang on, that means two things." Whereas if you, um, where if if you elaborated a bit more. Um, yeah like could you go for another way like it would if you're a designer like is that something you'd want you'd want people to wear you out so so could you do it the other angle so my friend wants to be a designer she wants people to wear her out so i just hung around and kept talking mm-hmm. to her all the time <laughs> mm. it's a different angle but i think the wear you out i think your first thought is always oh god these people oh god so I feel like you probably have to that have to be the first assumption. But then yeah. if you mentioned but then if you mention famous designer in the first bit, you are kind of tip tipping them off that it's that it might be about being wearing out. So if would you so so oh, I hate people so oh, you I hate people that wear people always wear me out. I'm a fashion designer. That's terrible, but at least that way you're just you're you're hiding the twist. Whereas you're almost tipping them off a bit with the other version, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps if you, yeah, if you mention a famous designer, like, I don't know, Louis Vuitton or, I don't know, oh, uh, yeah. Calvin, Calvin Klein, perhaps. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, might. Do you know who I wear out? No, that doesn't make sense as a sentence. Uh, how would you actually use that in a sentence? Oh, people wear me out. Is that is that the only way people say it? Oh, she wears me out. Mm-hmm. How's your sister-in-law? Oh, she came around. Oh, she wears me out. That sort of is how you choose it, isn't it? As I say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I, my, my gut instinct is it's not worth the effort. Yeah. 
because yeah it's one of those sayings that doesn't work the other way not as well yeah because because when so with fashion you don't do you know who I, do you know who i always wear out georgia vazda yeah it, it doesn't yeah you, you don't really say that who are yeah. you this is who are you wearing isn't it yeah i think you're right i think that is the crux of the problem is that people are wet do pe- people wet i don't wear they, they're wearing no i don't think i think you know what i think that's the problem i think that's the biggest problem because it's just who are you it's usually they just say if you're on the red carpet they don't say who are you wearing out <laughs> yeah. do they no <laughs> it's, not, it's nonsense yeah it's who are you wearing i mean there's probably jokes about who are you wearing if it's if it's some sort of human skin that's very nice anyway what else you got that's one of my shit ones um yeah well i've written down hitler slash donkey porn so that's great i mean that sounds like that sounds like the porn i'm into yeah the old classic hit the donkey porn yeah they uh <laughs> they both goose step but in the wrong direction <laughs> i i'm i i wrote a thing this morning it's about kratom now kratom is a, a lot of people haven't heard of it it's a it's the type of tea that gets you a bit high never heard of it okay um, uh, well, it, it made the news because people were saying it's an opioid and it's not an opioid. It affects the same part of the brain. Mm. Uh, uh, cheese is another one that affects that part of the brain. It's, uh, the opioid receptor is what makes you feel nice. Right. Uh, and what have I written about it? Some people say uh, 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 might be an editing point, yeah. That's right. They can put this bit in the Patreon. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they they love the uh the glimpse behind the curtain yeah the comics brain ticking along it's quite nice actually normally it's every podcast i've done yeah the last probably 20 amazon have knocked the door or someone has knocked the door when i've been doing it but it hasn't happened today because normally i have to run off and do that oh yeah this is what uh forget about the crate um um okay. uh, you uh, you know the solar eclipse. I think last one was in '99. Yes, I remember. But you we, had to have I, glasses to to look at it. Special yeah, glasses. Uh, we didn't in Wales because because it, it was so cloudy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we were in school. It was the same week they started t- teaching us about um, um, puberty because uh, we, we were ten years old. And uh, we were in the swimming pool when the eclipse happened. So they got everyone out of the pool uh, to witness it going dark for a minute because it's only once in a hundred years that happens. It's a historical event. Mm. And uh, my friend said to me, why why did we have to get out of the pool for this? And I thought it would be funny to say to him, because every time there's an eclipse, every menstrual cycle on the planet (laughs) restarts. And do you really want to be in a swimming pool when that happens? <laughs> so, 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 talk, so, talk, 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 okay, first of all, if you, you tried that. I didn't. I wrote it last night. Oh, right. Okay. So what was your process in thinking about that? So that was, so were you just going back through your It's based on a, something I, 
Yeah, it's based on something I yeah I thought and, something. And did you think it back then? Yeah, that's what I told him, and he didn't want to get back in the pool. <laughs> that's genuinely what you told him. Yeah. Wow, you just you're, thought... a sh- you're a sharp ten-year-old. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah. Well, you know when you yeah. I guess you just had a lesson about menstrual cycles and stuff yeah well it, it wasn't meant to be a prank it was meant to be a uh, can you imagine how stupid that would be but yeah <laughs> he was just he just spent the rest of the hour sitting by the pool shaking his head incredulously <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great yeah so you're writing good. for a new show at the moment uh no i'd quite like to dump all my old club stuff Mm. just because the world has changed so much uh once once there's a lot more open mics i i think i think when the tiny gigs come back again i'd like to be able to go on and uh do a sort of mini seinfeld documentary uh just uh just going in with uh Absolutely no comfort blanket, just doing fives, mm. fives, fives, and uh, building yeah. it from there. I love that. I, that's what I do when I go to do new material nights. I, I have a rule that I just want to make it, I want to get that buzz. Do you remember that buzz when you started and you didn't yeah. know if anything was funny? I, re- I love that. So that, I think I, I really enjoy open, since I moved back, when I moved back to London, because in Kent there weren't really any open mics, but I really liked just getting in there and not knowing. Yeah. I remember when I did set list in Edinburgh, I was high for like five days because it felt like that first gig. Yes. Like, what, what's, what, what's stopping me just doing that mm. once a I month? Think it, I think it's the best way as well to, to develop a new show because it, cause if, if the stuff works without having done old stuff before, you know it really works. Whereas if you establish that you're funny with old stuff and then slip these new bits in, they might just be laughing because they're on board with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you do become dead behind the eyes, even if you don't mm. notice it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. do one when you do one new bit and it gets a really big laugh, it's not because it's funnier than you tried and tested. It's because you actually look like you're caring when you're delivering it. Yeah, yeah. You're excited. Nervous. Mm-hmm. You actually care what the audience, mm. yeah, yeah. I remember Dan. I remember Dan Thomas told me once: anyone who's fed up with comedy just needs to write a new ten. Yeah, that's just it. That is true, and so many people don't. Yeah. So, have you got any other bits down? Uh, I think that's pretty much everything. Okay, cool. So, I'll tell you one more of my bits. Yeah, go on. I'm doing a preview on Sunday, although this will, when this goes out, that'll be ages ago. But so I've got. Whereabouts? Online or? Just online, yeah. Just doing a Zoom. It's just, I like having goals. So it's sort of got me into gear for sorting everything out. And these bits are just bits that I. So I like, this is just a crap pun. It's okay. It's not, actually, it's not okay. Um, is that how you're going to introduce it? <laughs> I'm not going to do this one. So, so I've got. So basically, I've got. I've already selected ones that aren't going to make it into this Zoom. So that's why I'm doing them on the pod. And then if if maybe someone will say no, that is a good idea, and then I'll put it back in. But I'll, yeah. this one won't. I like. I like to put some oregano in my minestrone. Superb. <laughs> right. Super- 
superb. I mean, that's not even my style. I know people think I'm sort of punny, but that's not really my sort of one-liner. Um, so this it's one, very, I really... It's very syllabic as well in the... Mm. Uh, like, I thought, oh, this is going to be complicated. <laughs> and then you just go, oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, no. But it isn't... You've also got to slightly say how you, you... You've also got to slightly change how you say superb. Because if I just went superb, you wouldn't go superb. You wouldn't have got it. I, you have to go superb. <laughs> yeah. Which is so forced. I hate it. I wouldn't... I'd never do it. But, I've, but I thought about it, so I wrote it down. Um, I really like this one about the coronavirus and never worked. And I think there's probably a few different reasons. People say coronavirus is made up. So not only is it killed all those people, it's smug about it. Right. So it's so just a wordplay on bit, something being made up. Ah, oh, he was made up about that. Um, and so I think, one, as soon as you mentioned all those people being killed, that puts people off. Um, and sm- I don't know if smug is the right word. I'm f- I f- happy about it, made up, happy about it, smug about it. I think when I first wrote it, people say coronavirus is made up. But... But uh, no, no, that was how I first wrote it. People say coronavirus is made up, but how do they know it's happy? Right. Which actually is probably better because because I'm questioning, I'm mis, I'm misunderstanding, but I'm questioning it as in that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Whereas about the smug about it, I'm committing to being a complete idiot, and I, sometimes you can be too much of an idiot in a joke. Yeah, when you said smug, I was looking for um, a pun. Like, is that a pun on smog or is a smug a uh, science? Is, is that a word? Is that a word from the news? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also, the problem with it might be that the reality of it is it's so mad to think that a virus is happy. You Like, it's, it's nonsense. So that could be the reason it doesn't work because just, that's just nonsense. It's just no one's stupid <laughs> to know that yeah what if it yeah what if you said to them back virus uh, viruses can't be happy oh there you go yeah yeah that's all yeah that's a slight variation on the second version isn't it so, so you idiot say, yeah you absolute idiot viruses yeah, yeah, can't so, be happy so yeah you're playing they are actually my favorite jokes when you're set you're assuming someone else is an idiot but everyone knows you're the idiot yeah. Now that's not, so some people say coronavirus is made up. Would you put in something to break so rhythm, rhythmically, which is stupid? A virus can't be happy, can't show emotion. Yeah. Because if you went, some people say coronavirus is made up, but viruses can't be happy. That doesn't sound quite rhythmically right. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah. again, it's one My of those things. My friend... My friend thinks coronavirus is made up. Uh, what an idiot. Viruses can't have emotions. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, viruses can't be happy. Yeah. What an idiot. Viruses can't be happy. Viruses. Yeah. But it's one of those things that it isn't really worth the time to get because... to try it. Because, again, in a few months, it might be old news with a bit of luck. Yeah. But might, first, you know what, I probably am going yeah. to try it just because mm-hmm. it's just be Because first of all, he is an idiot. 
for thinking it's made up, and then so all of a sudden, yes. and so all of a sudden, it's misunderstood. So that's quite nice because the, you're fur, but by the time you get to the punchline, you still haven't given anything away because you're because on the first side of the story, your reaction still could be what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So that actually makes the punchline stronger because everybody's still on board up to that point. Yeah. And then the twist. You know what? I think that's quite good. I'm going to write that down. So you go, you go. That will make it into the show on Sunday now. Mm. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll report back on it in the podcast if I think about it. I will think about it because I'll re-listen to this and I'll hear what we're saying now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Cool. All right, mate. Well, that's time. That's time. Mm. Great stuff. Good. Solid, um, solid joke chat. And that is yeah. what I like. Good, good advert for your Patreon as well. It's just Milton Jones going, where did I put that? Fucking that don't. <laughs> 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 One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Matt Reese! Hey! Hashtag Awuga to Matt Reese. Um, Joe, I've just remembered. You said... Uh, you said you had something to say about Matt Reese in the uh, oh in the poc- in the intro, but it's not the intro anymore. It's the outro. Can you still talk about it in the outro, Joel? Or do you need to go back in the intro? Do we need to redo the intro, Joel? Uh, no, the intro was pure gold, start to finish, Mark. So it's long. We can't, we've got to leave it untouched. Um, well, I say it was long. It may not be yeah. after Joel edited it. <laughs> it, will it may be. have been. It may be the shortest intro. We've ever somehow, had. somehow, it's going to be longer. Um, uh, Matt Reese performed at. Uh, uh, mine and my girlfriend's second date we went to a comedy what oh Um, I thought you booked him (laughs) imagine that (laughs) why wasn't I booked yeah exactly why wasn't I booked it was a knock two bag Um, oh yeah. Matt Reese was the opener Ashling B was the headliner yeah about five five years ago now which was nice that was fun how long have you been with your girlfriend 
Five years. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Thanks. There wasn't. Well, you know, there might have been really long periods like, between dates. Yeah, she hated you on the first date. <laughs> yeah, loved Matt Reese, and um, she had a, a six-month affair with Matt Reese after the after seeing him <laughs> perform live. And then we got together. Um, oh, so so Matt Reese has got quite an important role in your relationship. And Matt Reese also, when I, as we've mentioned on the podcast previously, had a very brief go at being a stand-up. I did a gig in Canterbury. Uh, yep. A pub called the Dolphin Parrot. Parrot. Was it? A, was that? Was one of <laughs> all the pubs? If you haven't been to Canterbury, every pub like named after an exotic animal. You, I said parrot, and then you repeated it. Good stuff. Like a parrot. Um, was parrot the pro night? Yeah. Uh, d- I got I, I got know. asked to do it at an invit- as a, like you know you know how they give a little newbie a go sometimes. Anyway, yeah. a, a heckler was really mean to me. And, really uh, what they say oh you, you've had loads of heckler stories no wonder you gave up no, no, yeah, what's exactly. this anyway, heckler story Joel? it was just what a bloke it was just a bloke who sat in the front row it was just like a, like a 50 year old bloke just having a go at me anyway about what what did he say I can't re- I don't really remember exactly but it was probably along the lines of you're not very good at, at doing this um, oh, uh, but I tell you uh, funnily you enough afterwards funnily enough afterwards his son came and apologised for his dad which I thought was quite oh, fun oh really but uh, Matt Reese was also on that bill and he was on after me and he just sort of tore the heckler to shreds for being oh, me. Yeah. Oh. It's quite nice, isn't it? Matt. Oh, so there you go. A, what a nice bloke and what, what a nice what? podcast. And if you enjoyed the podcast, yeah. let us know at Jokes with Mark across all social media. We bloody love that. And I tell you what, if you really like the podcast, please tell your friends about it. It's the best way to spread the word and more ears listening to this cracking content. Wouldn't you say so, Joel? I'd say so, Mark. If you, want, if you want more, Matt Reese, we've got some more over on the Patreon, have we, Joel? We have. We have. Get across there. Patreon.com uh, forward slash jokes with Mark. We've got loads of stuff you listen to on there. Um, go check it out. Uh, is there anything more for you, Joel? Nothing more for me, Mark. Anything more for you, Mark? Nothing more for me, Joel. Hashtag Aruga, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 